Well, thanks for listening to I've Got News For You. If you like it, hit follow or subscribe in your app and you'll get a new episode from us every morning. The 13th of April, 2023. The fastest growing app on the planet. Growing calls for it to be banned over fears about China's access to user data. From news.com.au. I'm Andrew Buckalo and I've got news for you. Well, TikTok may well be one of the world's most popular social media apps, but right now it is fighting for its survival. Several governments around the world, including Australia, have banned the app from being used on government-issued devices. Some countries are even considering going a step further and banning the app altogether. Now, why are they doing it? Well, it's because they suspect that TikTok is actually being used as a surveillance and propaganda tool by the Chinese government. It enables the Chinese government to basically take the temperature of Australian public opinion at any particular point in time. And then the concern is that there is the potential that they um, will be able to then manipulate that public opinion. In this episode, we'll find out just how dangerous the app is and if you should delete it from your phone immediately. Plus, we'll also hear what TikTok has to say about these spying claims. We'll get underway in just a moment. Hi, I'm Tracy Price, your Lord Mayor candidate. As your Lord Mayor, I will focus on ways to reduce the cost of living, provide more affordable housing and improve our public transport system. I will be standing up for the suburbs. We can make a difference. Send the LNP Council a message and let's get it right for Brisbane. Tracy Price is right for Brisbane. Vote one Tracy Price for Lord Mayor. Authorised by Kate Flanders, Level 1, 16 Peel Street, South Brisbane. From news.com.au. This is I've Got News For You. It may be addictively entertaining, but there are concerns TikTok could be an open door to some of your personal information. TikTok is owned by a Chinese company, and there are questions about whether the Chinese government might exploit TikTok's security issues. And here to discuss those security issues is Fergus Ryan, a senior analyst for the International Cyber Policy Centre at the Australian Strategic Policy Institute. Fergus, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, to start with, let's say I have TikTok on my phone and I use it from time to time, you know, just to keep up with the kids. Uh, what sort of personal data of mine could be accessed by the company that makes the app? Well, there's a huge amount of data that can be accessed and it's really, it's not that different from any other social media apps that you use. But quite a lot of the uh, data that TikTok is gathering on people helps to inform its algorithm and what sort of content it decides to serve to the users. So it is paying very close attention to the number of minutes that you or seconds that you spend on a video, whether you watch it to the end and the like. And it can ultimately come to a very granular understanding about what your interests are and really what your worldview is, what you think about different issues, simply based on the way that you interact with the app. Interesting. So we're talking more about my preferences rather than, say, my address, my phone number, bank account details, uh, my facial recognition. Facial recognition also comes into it. But from my perspective, thinking about the app and the, the potential for it to be used for surveillance and political propaganda, it's really just that basic use of the app that I, I find most concerning because it really can get a really deep understanding of who you are and what your interests are. The concern is that personal data could then be passed from ByteDance, the company that owns TikTok, onto the Chinese government. Can you just explain why that would be the case? Sure. There's a suite of national security laws in China 
on the books that effectively mean that there is no real firewall between TikTok user data and the Chinese party state. And because the Chinese Communist Party has an enormous amount of leverage over this company and all companies in China, the potential for them to use TikTok as a conduit for surveillance and propaganda is very real and very concerning. Last month, the CEO of TikTok was grilled by US lawmakers over the company's relationship with China. Shou Zichu vehemently denied that the app is being used as a surveillance tool by the Chinese government. ByteDance is not owned or controlled by the Chinese government. It's a private company. Mr. Chu, has ByteDance spied on Americans at the direction of the Chinese Communist Party? No. Has ByteDance spied on American citizens? I don't think the spying is the right way to describe it. I have seen no evidence that the Chinese government has access to that data. They have never asked us. We have not provided. Well, you know what? I've asked that. I find that actually preposterous. Fergus, let's just say that the Chinese government does have access to users' data. Can you just explain how that data would be beneficial to them? Like, what could they do with that data? Well, it enables the Chinese government to basically take the temperature of Australian public opinion at any particular point in time. And then the concern is that if they're able to do that at scale, then there is the potential that they uh, will be able to then manipulate that public opinion to censor, to influence. It has been established over many years now that the Chinese Communist Party has this insatiable appetite for personal information. And if they have this ability to essentially take the temperature of a population in this way, then it's likely that they would. So just to clarify, you're saying that hypothetically, if the Chinese government wanted the Labor Party to win the federal election here in Australia, they could rig the algorithm in TikTok so that users would be fed pro-Labor Party videos in the hopes that that would influence them to vote for Labor at the election. Is that right? Exactly. That's exactly the major concern that I have about the app is that that kind of activity would be trivially easy for them to do. And on top of that, it would be incredibly difficult to detect because everyone's for you feed is different. And so to know what is happening on everyone's for you feed and to notice any patterns and, and content manipulation will be very, very difficult to ascertain. Now, these kinds of claims aren't new. For example, late last year, Tristan Harris, the executive director of the Centre for Humane Technology, told 60 Minutes in the US that TikTok deliberately serves up different content to users in China than it does to users in the rest of the world. In their version of TikTok, if you're under 14 years old, they show you science experiments you can do at home, museum exhibits, patriotism videos, and educational videos. And they also limit it to only 40 minutes per day. Now, they don't ship that version of TikTok to the rest of the world. So it's almost like they recognize that technology is influencing kids' development and they make their domestic version a spinach version of TikTok while they ship the opium version to the rest of the world. And according to Mr Harris, the different types of content being served up to users in their feed is having a profound effect on them. There's a survey of preteens in the US and China asking what is the most aspirational career that you want to have. In the US, the number one was influencer. And in China, the number one was astronaut. 
As I mentioned earlier, a few countries around the world, including the United States, are considering banning the app altogether, not just from government devices, but from every device. In just a moment, we'll find out how likely it would be for Australia to follow suit. Hi, I'm Tracy Price, your Lord Mayor candidate. As your Lord Mayor, I will focus on ways to reduce the cost of living, provide more affordable housing and improve our public transport system. I will be standing up for the suburbs. We can make a difference. Send the LNP Council a message and let's get it right for Brisbane. Tracy Price is right for Brisbane. Vote one Tracy Price for Lord Mayor. Authorised by Kate Flanders, Level 1, 16 Peel Street, South Brisbane. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts. From news.com.au. This is I've Got News For You. So last week, the Australian government took a major step against TikTok. The Prime Minister has reportedly signed off on a TikTok ban for all government devices. It follows an extensive review into the social media app by the Home Affairs Department with security concerns raised over the app. The move brings Australia in line with New Zealand, Canada, the US and the UK. Now, the general manager of TikTok in Australia, Lee Hunter, appeared on Channel 7 that morning and rejected claims that the app is a security threat. We're yet to see any evidence here at all. And what we're saying is judge us on the facts, judge us on the actions, not judging us on our country of origin. And so what we think we're seeing here today, and it's still very much a moving feast, but we're seeing this based on politics, not on those facts. Can you guarantee that none of the information, our information that we have on TikTok will not be fed to the Chinese government? Absolutely. Uh, This is something that comes up all the time. For Australians, the data is held in the US and Singapore. TikTok doesn't operate in China. We do not, will not ever share information with the Chinese government around that. We're really clear about this stuff. So, Fergus, what do you think of the ban on government-issued devices? You think it's a smart move? Yeah, I think that is a no-brainer, frankly. As I was saying before, people who are working in government and even contractors... You know, the GPS movements of of clearance holding government employees would be very, very valuable to a foreign intelligence service. Even people who are not currently employed by the government, they may have clearances or perform other sensitive government tasks in the future. So if they're using the app, then that's also a concern as well. So there's the potential for dossiers of personal information that might be, you know, embarrassing to certain people for that to be used for blackmail, for example. So there are many different possibilities. And when it comes to government devices, it's prudent to just ban the app from those government devices. Because as I said before, we have known for years now that this data is accessed and is accessible in China. If we have known this for a few years, why haven't we acted sooner and banned the app from government-issued devices before now? Great question. I do not have an answer for that. It's just taken time. I think the government is probably more comfortable to do it now that other comparable countries have banned it from government devices. So it's happened in Europe, it's happened in the United States, Canada and elsewhere. So they've, they've got a bit of, of cover, as it were, if they were worried about any potential backlash from the Chinese government. 
Now, predictably, the Chinese government has lashed out at countries which have banned TikTok on government-issued devices. When the US made the move last month, here's what a Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson had to say. The United States, the world's number one superpower, is so afraid of a mobile phone application that young people like so much that they completely lack any self-confidence. We firmly oppose the US's wrong approach of overstretching the concept of national security, abusing national power and unreasonably suppressing the companies of other countries. So, Fergus, here in Australia, TikTok's been banned on government-issued devices, but is there a chance that ban could go even further in the future and TikTok could be banned full stop so that no one would be able to access the app? Well, the relevant minister, Claire O'Neill, has stated that a general ban is not on the cards. I think it's a bit unfortunate that the minister said that without waiting for the results of investigation into TikTok to come out because I think a ban should be on the table. I don't think it's necessarily the first option when it comes to a legislative response to this app, but it should be on the table because that's the only way you're going to have any leverage over ByteDance, that there is a credible risk to them that the app will be completely banned. What are the other steps that the government could bring in to protect everyday users? Well, I, I think there's, it's necessary for there to be legislation that deals with all apps, regardless of what country they come from. Because the fact is that even if TikTok was banned, people's data is readily available and bought and sold on the open market and comes from all the other apps that are out there. So there's a need for a broader approach. But at the same time, there also needs to be bespoke legislation that deals with apps that come from authoritarian countries where there's a risk that the app is essentially a state-controlled app. All right, in just a moment, Fergus is going to answer the big question, should everyday Aussies who use TikTok delete the app immediately? Hi, I'm Tracy Price, your Lord Mayor candidate. As your Lord Mayor, I will focus on ways to reduce the cost of living, provide more affordable housing and improve our public transport system. I will be standing up for the suburbs. We can make a difference. Send the LNP Council a message and let's get it right for Brisbane. Tracy Price is right for Brisbane. Vote one Tracy Price for Lord Mayor. Authorised by Kate Flanders, Level 1, 16 Peel Street, South Brisbane. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts. From news.com.au This is I've Got News For You. Alrighty, Fergus, time to answer the big question now. It's estimated that there are about 8 million TikTok users here in Australia. So in your opinion, how concerned should those users be about these security issues and should they delete the app from their phones? 
It's a difficult question to answer, right? Because on the one hand, you know, as an individual, people might say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything that's wrong and I don't care what the Chinese government sees about my activity. And that can make sense on, on an individual level. But when you extrapolate that out to the 8 million people who are using the app and see that that insight into people's thoughts and their activity online and the picture that paints at scale, then it becomes a real problem. The problem becomes a lot more distinct. And so at the individual level, you know, I think it's up to people to make their own decisions, but there also needs to be a decision made that takes into account that it's not just individuals. It is, as you said, potentially 8 million people, which gives that company an amazing ability to essentially take the temperature of Australian public opinion at any particular point in time. So if people are trying to toss up whether or not to delete TikTok right now, your advice to them is don't only think of yourself, but think of your country as well. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well put. Well, what do you reckon? Are you going to delete TikTok from your phone? I mean, personally, I never really got into the app. It was a bit too young for me. I didn't quite understand it. But I do feel for all these content creators who have made thousands of videos, picked up all these followers. And now what? If the app gets banned, where are they going to go next? Back to MySpace? I don't think so. All right, thanks for listening to I've Got News For You. I'll chat to you again tomorrow. Hi, I'm Tracy Price, your Lord Mayor candidate. As your Lord Mayor, I will focus on ways to reduce the cost of living provide more affordable housing and improve our public transport system. I will be standing up for the suburbs. We can make a difference. Send the LNP Council a message and let's get it right for Brisbane. Tracy Price is right for Brisbane. Vote one Tracy Price for Lord Mayor. Authorised by Kate Flanders, Level 1, 16 Peel Street, South Brisbane. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's yeah. just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilin sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck yeah. to Parkley Prison. Listen to to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.